Hey, what's up? Hi, what's up? Hey, not much. What you do today? Oh, what did I? Oh, I went shopping. I'm a shopaholic, so. Yeah, I need to go shopping myself. I basically just worked and chilled, smoked. I was drank, supposed to go to know. work, but lately the club ain't been popping on Saturday. When is the club popping? For me, I make the most money on a Wednesday. Wednesday, that's interesting. Is is that because of COVID? Has that like Yes, that has impacted like a lot, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars a week. Yeah. It's funny because I was just talking to my friend about how like depending on how the world is, like that's how entertainment shifts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guarantee you next year or whenever COVID is over, you know, people, the strip clubs got to be popping Monday through Sunday, okay? like Right. I'm just waiting gonna, on that day. Yeah, they're going to have to open up the clubs, like, all week round. Like, <laughs> shoot. Do hours and stuff. So right. what do you, uh, so, so, so you're a model, I know that, but what else do you do for a living? I mainly just model and dance. I do, like, sometimes I do, like, private parties for, like, bachelor, bachelorette parties, bachelor parties. Sometimes I do birthday parties and stuff. Nice, nice. How hard is it to be, like, a stripper? Because I know people are, like, all they got to do is, like, dance and... Oh! So how hard is it? Well, like, if you want to be, like, a pole dancer which is mainly stripping, that is very hard within itself. I think I've became so much stronger from pole dancing. Yeah, because you have to have, like, upper body. Because I actually took a, uh, you know, I'm stupid. I actually took a class with my homegirl, and, bruh, I almost died. Yeah, that stuff is not easy. And almost every time I get off stage, I feel like I'm about to pass out because it's so hot. Yeah. And, like, what about, like, do the guests kind of, like, get out of hand sometimes or what? Oh, yeah. Guys are guys. They always be, like, ruthless. And then you always got to worry about people not wanting to pay you and stuff. That's kind of why I like modeling because half the time I get my money up front or at least most of the money up front. And then half after I'm done. With dancing, it's not like that. Like, you're like, can I get all my money up front? And a lot of girls forget to ask. So as soon as they get done with their dances, guys will just run out. Mm-hmm. Did you um, hear about Bella Thorne and like the whole OnlyFans debacle? No, what happened with her? Oh, shit. All right. So she pretty much fucked up. Like OnlyFans isn't even a thing anymore. Okay. So this is uh, Bella Thorne announced earlier in the week that she was going to get an OnlyFans, right? And she had, like, a POV and, like, basically the way she advertised it, it was going to be, like, porn, right? But it wasn't. It was, like, shit you could find on her Instagram. It was basically, like, pictures of her in a bikini and, like, snaps of her face and, like, stuff like that. And so as people would, they wanted their money back. And OnlyFans lost so much money. Like, she made $1 million, and OnlyFans had to pay them back. So, really, she scammed OnlyFans. Because the way OnlyFans work, once you, like, pay, they got your money, right? And then you get yours. But basically, so she got the $1 million, and OnlyFans had to pay all that money back to the people that said they wanted their money back. Because once they paid for it, they are like, man, I could see this on her Instagram. So not only did she, like, it was basically a huge, like, loss for OnlyFans. So now people with OnlyFans that are, like, trying to make it have to wait a month. They get paid once a month. So say, for instance, if you make uh, $3,000 on OnlyFans, the day that you make that cash, you have to wait. Oh, 30 hell days. no. 
Yeah, and so now, like, everybody's pissed off at her. And at first, I was like, why is people mad? And then my friend explained it, and I'm like, oh, snap. Right, I'd be pissed. Yeah, but, like, she's been, like, banned from the, like, porn community. You know, she directed a porno with Abella Danger. They're, like, taking her shit down and... Yeah, man, people like people are legit mad at her for that. And I mean, she didn't, I want to say she wasn't trying to do that because uh, Cardi B did the same thing. But the difference between her and Cardi B, Cardi B let you know up front, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna show my ass. So, you knew what you were getting into. So if you paid for it, you would be like, okay, I know right. what I'm paying for. But people thought, you know, people thought, you know, because she even had a like PMV video. So people thought, okay, she's going to be naked and she should have made that plain. And I guess OnlyFans uh, did that because now if you buy, pay for OnlyFans and you want your money back because they're holding your check, you, you know, it won't come out yeah. of their pocket. And they basically gave you, like, the uh, guy that's paying them about, I want to say, 30 days. And after that 30 days, you can't get your money back anymore. But, yeah, people are, like, re- very I don't blame them. them. And, like, I was supposed to manage my friend as a porn star. I was supposed to manage her you know only fans so that made it triple hard for me you know we're already trying to like get viewers up now we have to get money yeah no see i was gonna get into only vans but that sounded like so much work and for real like with modeling and stuff i don't know i just feel like if i am able to go somewhere with modeling that's just gonna look bad on my resume for modeling yeah and it's and it's funny because uh, I asked my friend how to, like is building up only friends hard, and she said it's only hard if you don't have like a Pornhub account because from your Pornhub account you can like navigate them to your OnlyFans, yeah. so that makes it a little easier. But yeah, man, people out here, you know, fucking it up. Right. For <laughs> yeah. So, um, what made you choose, like, modeling and stuff? Well, um, my younger cousin, she's about 15 years old, and then I have, and then her best friend, which is, like, 15 years old, they kind of didn't have nowhere to go, no, nobody to take care of them, nobody, like, they could live with, and this is back when they were, like, 13 or so, and taking care of them, it's me and my cousin, we take care of them both, and taking care of them both was hard as like really hard to do on just like normal jobs and so like yeah. and we don't have help at all so it's like you know they constantly freaking need crap and so we would just we just one day we we're like you know what we we've got to make money somehow and so me and my cousin on her 19th birthday walked into a strip club and we got the job on the spot and then through stripping I just met, like, one of our bouncers did, like, she's a photographer, and she was like, I'm obsessed with mm. your body. She was like, you have the perfect type of body for, like, modeling. Would you model for me? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then after there, when I posted it, people were like, oh, would you model for me? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Now, it's funny because somebody, um, somebody showed me a uh, post and it said, uh, the caption was models from East Texas. And it was like, hey, I'm a random dude with a camera. Want to take pictures? And they were like, yeah. Because I know that goes on a lot. Like, there will be, like, this random dude that claims he's a photographer and he really is it. And he'll, like, you know, take a picture. And then he won't want to pay you on top uh, of that. So, if first of How all, you being got a camera, then I'm not modeling. Like, no, my... I want the best quality stuff because I always make an agreement with them. I'm like, how about this? You can pay me a little less, but I want every photo you take of me, so I have it. Because if they pay you completely, yeah. then they own all the rights to your photos, so they don't have to give them to you. Exactly. So I was like, 
Yeah, no, and pay I mean, me a little less. Let me get some of the photos so I can build up my like album and stuff. Yeah, I agree 100%. And like, honestly, like, I know you don't do that, but yeah, and like, people are kind of getting away with it because, um, like, say for instance, you know, iPhone cameras have like great quality, so they'll like pull out an iPhone, but still, that's that's kind of shady, but that does go. That does go on, and you can always tell. You know, you got that one girl on your Instagram that's like, I'm a model, and all of her pictures look bootleg, you know? Especially, I don't know, if a guy pulled out an iPhone camera, I'd be like, can I get my money up front, bro? Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, so what made you want to be a model? Like, I know this is something you really want to do, so... Uh, and I actually have a friend you should talk to. She's very good. You know, um, she's got a lot of girls started and you're lucky you're in Texas because I've interviewed models from like all over the U S and Texas is definitely, uh, they definitely have a good modeling community and I've interviewed girls. I'm actually from Missouri. I traveled out to Texas a few times. Oh, oh, well, oh, well. (laughs) Well, you know, be strong. Yeah, I mean, I know you're strong. I know you're a bad bitch. You can take care of yourself. But yeah, like I, in every time I interview a model from out of Texas, I'm like, "How's your modeling community where you are?" And they're like, "Bro, it is shit. Like, it is cutthroat as and competitive as hell. Like, Florida has to be the worst state. Oh, yeah. Like, my friends have had their tires slashed. They've had." girls tell them the wrong place and they missed the shoot and all of a sudden they're there and they get it because you know nobody oh no see them. i only deal and, with the photographer in hand like it's me and the photographer talking like i don't take nobody else's word for whatever they say is gonna happen also on top of that well back to what you're saying how i got into modeling is funny a story uh when i was younger my mom would be like we would go to the grocery store and at every point if i lost you I knew where to go. You were in the mirror section and she was like, you would act like it's a runway. You would sit up all the mirrors in the aisle, act like it's a runway, go to the very end, (laughs) pose and everything. And I did that all the way until I was like 12. And then after Mm -hmm. I got older, it was constantly like, mom, you have to take photos of me. Mom, you have to take photos of me. And then I realized I actually did really like it. And then I could get nice. paid for it on That's top so of sweet. it. Yeah. And uh, like, say, for instance, when was the time where you were like, okay, I'm actually going to give this a try? Um, probably when I was 20 and I did my first photo shoot and she was, we were like stopping to take a break because we did a very long photo shoot. And she was just like, oh, you, like, have, how long have you been doing this? Like, five, six, seven years? And I was like, this is my first photo shoot. And she was like, this is your first one? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I could have sworn you've been doing it a lot longer. And I was like, no. And she was like, you need to get into modeling. And she's like, if you're this good and this is your first photo shoot, you need to get into it. Mm-hmm. And how tall are you, if you don't I'm mind me asking? One. Okay, so you're, you're, you're not aiming for Victoria's Secrets or the one way. One day, one day I'm going to be Victoria's Secrets' shortest model. That's what I'm talking about, man. Like, I feel because I feel like uh, it's coming. Me too. I really do. Because, say, for instance, like, there's so many, how can I put this? There's so many um, changes. Like, there's companies that will not hire you if you're under a size six. And there's so many companies that are hiring, like, um, plus right. size models. And, like, look at, and like, look at the model with Vertila Ligo and the albino dude that models as well. Like, people are becoming more and more open minded. And I would, I think that would be so badass if you was the first one. Like, I'm, I'm waiting. Me and my friend were talking about that the other day because there's a lot of beautiful women that are like four foot five. You know, uh, well, not four foot five, but four foot nine, uh, five foot one, five foot five, that are really beautiful and talented, but their height holds them down. Well, you know beauty I mean? isn't in 
beauty isn't the same of every person. Beauty is defined by the beholder and who thinks they're beautiful. And there's a lot more women that can relate to shorter or plus size women. And there's a lot of men and women that like a lot shorter women or plus size women. Most, like ideally, we're not, most of them people aren't attracted to very skinny, very tall women. So, I mean, it's coming one day. They're going to realize, like, because their audience, who they're, they're aiming at, isn't a very good audience. Yeah, and, like, I took uh, marketing in uh, college. I graduated with a marketing degree, and it literally does not make sense. Like, if you want to have, like, a clothing line, it would make sense for you to market the people that are buying your clothes the people that are buying your clothes is not a size one and i feel like people are slowly like figuring that out like okay we need to switch it up a bit you know just wait i'm gonna get there and they're gonna be like oh god damn how'd this happen i believe you man i believe in you and like it's gotta open the door for like so many people you know right yeah. Now, what's one thing you or three things you love about stripping and three things you hate about? Stripping? I personally love pole dancing. It is one of my favorite things in the wor- world. I love that I can constantly like wear different outfits and have like a different personality with each outfit. I also love like the girls and the people you get to meet. But then again, I also hate some of the girls and hate some of the people I get to meet. Um, mm-hmm. I hate it when like guys come in that don't have money that just like we're selling a service just like anywhere else. You want to go to Burger King and be like, yo, can I get this, this and this? But I got zero dollars. Same goes with a strip club. You want to go in with no money and be like, yo, give me a dance. Um, I also hate. The like the just the the stripping industry is very messed up. So like when we have to we have to tip out every night and stuff and that sucks. So like if I make six hundred dollars a night, which is still really good, I only walk out with four hundred dollars a night, which is still really good. But I mean I'm the one yeah. half naked working my ass off for every dime for it to just go to somebody else. Yeah. And uh, another question. So, like, say, for instance, for all the men out there, because I remember um, the last time you were uh, talking to me, you you said the most average thing you hear is, I'm going to leave my wife. And so I was actually talking to one of my stripper friends. Uh, Because I was at a party and she was dancing and I said that to her. I was like, I'm going to leave my wife. I'm not even married. I'm going to get married tonight and then I'm going to leave her. (laughs) But for all the dudes that were listening, what would you tell them about stripper etiquette? Like, how should they act in a stripper? Okay, one. Because I know there can be a lot of dicks. One, don't sit at the stage if you don't plan on tipping. Also, honesty goes a long way. Like, if you honestly are like, because I have customers that come in there that are just for for one type of girl or a girl in particular, be honest about that. We don't mind, especially if you're like, hey, I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, here's the drink, but sorry, I'm not getting danced with you. We're like, ah, shit, fuck. Cool, you bought me a drink. I don't give a fuck. Um, Always be upfront with a girl. If a, Don't touch her pussy. If she says you cannot touch her pussy, then... You know, no means no in every language. So don't try to play stupid with us. We're not, because we're not stupid. Um, Yeah, you're not toys, you know. Right, and if you have, like, I don't know, guys are just, like, a strip club is kind of like a safe safe place. So guys, a lot of guys have fantasies, which a lot of girls don't mind. They're just, like, that costs extra because I got to do a whole bunch of extra but whatever, if you're okay with paying that, literally you know that you have a certain type of fantasy. Like, I have a guy comes in, and every time he asks me a question, he wants me to say, yes, sir, no, sir. Don't know why. Every It could be if I wanted some water, or if he's going to the bathroom, or I'm going to the bathroom. Anytime he asks me a question, it's yes, sir, no, sir. I mean, he tips me really well. I don't really mind it. 
sometimes he kind of sounds like an asshole, but his thing is to dominate women, just like verbally. I'm okay with that. He's okay with that. Also, if you have fantasies like that, make sure she is open with that. And as long as you're nice to her and explaining what's going on, most of them will help you find what you're looking for. And also women at the strip club are not prostitutes. Because if you offer that to one chick and and let's 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 say for some reason she says yes, now for the rest of the night, not one chick in there makes money because they think we offer that service and no one's giving it to them. Mm-hmm. Now, are there strip clubs? Because I know they are, but I'm just saying, are there? Is it common for like girls to like sleep with you or like suck a dick at a strip club? Is that a common thing, or do not a lot of girls do? No, that? you're not allowed to. But I know in some cities you're allowed to. Not in my city, but some cities that is an okay thing. Like it's not against the law. In my city, it's against the law. So, like, if they find out, like, that girl gets fired on the spot, he gets fired on the spot, whatever money was exchanged during that has to be taken and confiscated from them. So, let's say he paid you 600 bucks to fuck him. If they find out that $600 gets taken, you both get escorted out. And, if like, you both are caught in the premises again, you, the cops get called. Yeah. Well, I know it's illegal. It's definitely <laughs> illegal. But do it happen? Yes. It definitely does happen. I don't recommend it, though. Because, like, first of all, I, I don't know why guys come in there thinking, like, they want to fuck a stripper. If she's willing to suck your dick for 20 bucks, how many other dicks has she sucked for 20 bucks? That part, you know? <laughs> definitely. So, uh, I guess you're wondering how I found you. I'm actually friends with... Uh, DJ, uh, DJ, uh, I am the party. I don't know how to pronounce this fucking uh, other DJ name, but DJ, I am the party. And I saw you did a photo shoot with him. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and that's, you know, I was like, who is that? I gotta, you know, I gotta talk to her. Yeah. She's very talented. So, you know, that's where I, um, you know, hit you up from. And he's a very, very cool DJ. Like, he's really, really lit. Like, I've seen him turn, like, the shittiest parties. Oh, fuck, up. yeah. He's dope as fuck. Yeah. You know, like, he, like, I swear, he can, and I told him this the other day, he can go to a nursing home and have that bitch jumping. Now, some hips might be broken, but they gonna be lit in that level. You right. Know what I mean? So, uh, how how was it working with him? I bet it was awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. It was great. A lot of turning up. We broke into a pool together. Nice. We went a midnight nice. shoot and broke into a pool. Sometimes it, you know, sometimes it be like that. I have friends that are photographers that try to get permits they say no and they're like okay no means let's wait until they close right <laughs> I'm, you know and and i mean i'm the same way too i was actually in a uh short film and we literally waited until the place closed and you know we were on the lookout but shoot we got that shot i don't blame you yeah so, have you had any work done at all, or are you all oh, natural? Oh, I'm all natural. That's so unfair. <laughs> like, you do realize people go under the knife and pay a million dollars to look like you. I get that a lot. Every time I start a new club, uh, a girl will come up to me, they'll grab my ass and my titties and be like, oh, are these real? And then they'll grab them and be like, oh, yeah, that's real. You lucky little bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So what inspires you as a model? Um, well, one, my kids for sure. I want to make sure I give them the life that we never had growing up. And also <laughs> just the chance to give them a future. Cause being a model and actually making it somewhere, I'll have more money. And eventually I do want to open like a child a teenage like rescue center yeah so give like because I like I still don't know how to do like my mortgage and stuff and I don't know how to apply for a loan or nothing so I want to be able to teach kids how to do all this stuff and give them what they 
didn't have and didn't have the resources to get. And also, I don't know. I'm done living kind of like paycheck to paycheck or like night to night. Yeah. Now, as seeing that you're a stripper, I don't think you'll ever become a youth pastor anytime (laughs) soon. But um, what are some other stuff you other things you want to do? Because I know stripping is not uh, in game for you. I know you want to be a model. I understand that. But do you have any other careers you would like to tackle or any other talents? You know, um, I would like to learn how to play the guitar before I die. Mm, that's an easy thing to learn too. So yeah, you know you can. Get on that, and I mean, there's YouTube videos. You just got to get a guitar and go. I want to learn how to play a ukulele. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I, um, I was also thinking about. I kind of want to work as like a promoter or something for like artists. That would be dope. Yeah, because well, um, like a couple of my friends, I do it for them, and like they gave me their stuff within a couple of hours. I've had them up like a thousand followers at least. So I realize it's something I'm good at and I'm really easy to like talk to people and like figure out their vibe, figure out they vibe with whatever I vibe with and kind of lead them to what they need to be led to, to get where it's going. Nice. Now, what's your greatest weakness as a model and what are you doing to improve that? Uh, like I said, I'm so camera shy, but like, I'm very good in my head. If I talk myself through it, like, it's a split second, but I go, you got this, like, come on. And then I'm, like, in my zone. The second I get in my zone, I cannot break my zone. That's, you know, it's funny because Michael Jackson was the same way. And a lot of artists are like that. Like, they're the shyest people you'd ever want to meet. They don't talk. But the minute the camera turns on, boom they transform so right. a lot of people some of the greatest people are like that but i wouldn't consider that a weakness though well it's just uh, <laughs> when people reach out to me to do stuff like that i'm also i'm always very like i'm a 21 year old 5'1 120 pound girl so you've always got to be worried about meeting people and talking to people because a lot of people aren't into it for your best intentions and you've always got to worry about getting hurt or something so Mm -hmm. for all you know you're turning down some really good opportunities for no reason yeah but I really think you should move to Dallas because like our modeling is like insane I mean find me some shoots and I'll drive down there the only thing is is I don't want to drive down there before I have any like shoot set up yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. As a matter of fact, uh, after the interview, I'll text you my friend's uh, Instagram. She's, like, doing work, like, everywhere. And, I mean, yes, there's a lot of models here, but there's also a lot of photographers. For every, like, model, there's, like, 10 photographers. And, like, everybody's so nice. Like I said, I asked girls from all races just to make sure, because you know how, you know, Texas can be and you know black white Asian Hispanic all of them said they're like a sisterhood like they say you'll be in a room full of bad bitches supporting each other you right know, not, no jealousy at all like I know people that have came from LA to come to Texas just because the modeling community community here is so helpful and there's also like a blacklist that um they have so you know it pretty much i mean yes there's some people that you know slip through the cracks because you know there's a lot of liars so you know you go through uh evaluation but there's a blacklist of photographers that they tell you you do not work with and like before every shoot they look and see if these people are on the list so that helps a lot yeah yeah. i bet yeah. Now, what's your greatest strength as a model? I have not sound not sound cocky, but this is the podcast where you can talk your shit. Okay. 
Um, I'm very naturally like talented when it comes to modeling. I don't know what happens the second I'm in front of a camera. I know exactly what to do, how to work it. Just yes. Um, I just I can be over the top when it comes to modeling, but like I definitely get you your shoots in and out. Like I can't be one of those one of those people that like drag a shoot out like I will get like you tell me what you're looking for in a shoot and I will give it to you within your first three shots wow that's like that's like me I have that uh I have that charisma too and it's weird because like uh and and isn't isn't it frustrating to you when they just start shooting and they don't tell you what you what they want and the minute they tell you you get it like right yeah like because that's me because whenever i'm in an audition and i am working on it because you know with auditions i know you might only get one chance but there's been times or where and it never fails like audition and somebody's like that's cool but can you do it a certain way and i do it and i kill it you know what i mean oh yeah i feel you yeah now, how how do you handle criticism? Um, you got to take it with a grain of salt, for real. Uh, whenever people criticize me, if they're like, oh, you're doing this wrong and doing that wrong, I definitely think about exactly, like, I will go home in the mirror and practice what they said I'm doing wrong, what I need to do better, so I can exactly get it down. So the next time, I, it's kind of a little messed up, but I always want to rub it in people's faces, people that criticize me. So I will practice and practice and practice and practice. So the next time I see them, it's just like an instant reaction. Like they tell me to do it. And I am like on the T, like on the spot, exactly how they thought it would be. Like, I'm like, wow, I did not think you could learn in like an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, you should learn how to judge people better. Yeah. Now, what is your dream collab? Like, would you want to collab with Fenty, Gucci? Like, what's your dream collaboration? Gucci. Gucci or Tommy Hilfiger? Gucci. Yeah, I like Tommy Hilfiger. I'm obsessed with Tommy. Yeah. Or like, Champion. Like, Champion put me in some clothes. I, sw- ooh, I swear. The second, all I know is if I get a clothing deal, everybody I know is only going to buy that clothing. So I'm be like, no, you got to support me. Right. <laughs> Definitely. So what do you think about the competition in the industry? Like, how's the competition where you are? I think, and and not just where I am, I think worldwide, I think the competition is very weak. Mm. Because everybody is kind of right now, they're either, they're, it's, it's two sides. It's either really fat asses and really fat titties or nothing. And I'm like, that's not your average woman. Where you need to focus at is your average woman. Yeah. Ones that aren't like beyond gorgeous, look like they just got a whole bunch of Botox and an ass lift and everything. They want real. They want natural. They want somebody they can relate to. Exactly. And, well, I think the real problem is all the girls that are natural look like you and they automatically like write them off because they're like, oh, she's not tall enough. I really think that's the problem. Right, like they don't give natural girls as good as a chance as someone that's fake, but mm-hmm. most people can't afford to look fake. Yeah. And I honestly, even if I had all the money in the world, I still wouldn't want to look fake because that's not who I am. I'm that, like, that is just, that's crazy that you'd spend that much money to look like that. I would rather have a new Rolex on my wrist. Right. Bend, and it's true because, like, every girl that I've dated and every guy that I talk to, say, like, Kylie Jenner is uh, one of the finest girls in the world with a fake ass. And she's ugly as shit. But, I mean, because she has the money and she gets, like, lip injections and butt injections and there's this new facial where you take blood out of your face and then put it back in and all that bullshit like you know she's ugly as fuck but because she has the money she's completely plastic and makes herself over you know what i mean right they're making barbies realistic and that's not okay like most women aren't so fake and i believe that you could sell so much more clothing, makeup, whatever you were, whatever you're trying to sell, 
if you market it to the average woman because that's who's buying it is the average girl. The average girl is going out to buy her man stuff. And if she sees a, guy, a really, really hot guy in something, she's like, oh, my, my boyfriend ain't going to look good in that because he isn't buff as shit. And if a guy goes out to buy his girlfriend something, her ass looks fat as fucking and he's going to be like, yeah, she ain't got that big of a booty. It ain't going to look good on her. But if they got an yeah. average girl in there, like, they're going to be like, okay, that's kind of what my girl looks like. She got, like, a little waist kind of thing. Like, I would get that for her. There's so many times that I see clothing that I would want to buy, but I'm like, I don't look like that chick. So it's not going to fit me like it does that chick. Yeah. And and you would think this would be just common sense, but mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all losing money. Y'all losing money. Now, what makes you stand out as a model? What's unique about nobody else has? Uh, that see, that's kind of hard as a sense because, like, like I said, I'm really natural, but it's mainly my personality that makes me stand mm-hmm. out. Like, I'm very quirky and I'm very bubbly. I'm very easy to talk to. Like, if you if you think I'm doing something wrong, you can be like, "No, that's completely wrong. That's not what I asked for." And I'm like, "Okay, what did you ask for?" And they're like, "This," and then I can give it to them. Instead of, like, them criticizing me and me taking it to heart. And then, like, in every shoot, you can just see that I took that to heart. I try to make sure, like, if someone's yeah. like, your back ain't arched enough. The whole time, like, every time I'm taking that shoot now, I'm like, arch your back, arch your back, stand tall, lift your chin. Like, I'm going through a list in my head of what needs to be done. So it comes out as good as possible. Yeah, I would say also your baby face and, you know, just you, you have like a very young vibe, you know, you have a baby face. I think not a lot of people have. Right. So I can like model if, if I throw on some makeup, I look about my age, which is cool. But if I don't, I can always market it younger women with like no makeup kind of thing. I can, I, I'm very multi-category. Like you can put me in some lingerie. Or you can put me in like some door of the explorer who who knows, and I'll be able to sell it either way. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you ever been in the army? No, I was going to list in the National Guard, but I have some health problems. But I was born in the oh. Uh, army. Oh, cool. That's what's up. How was that? Well, I was born in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. My mom was in the army for like two years, I believe so. She told me not to Mm -hmm. do it. I really wanted to do it, one, just because, you know, it's my country. Two, most people join the National Guard because they completely pay for your schooling. And I definitely would recommend it to anybody that is struggling to pay with school. National Guard is the way to go. Nice. Yeah, they they definitely run that Mm -hmm. check. They definitely run that check. Yes. So let's see. How do you feel about people that are stuck up? Stuck up? And I know you see that a lot in the strip club. So There is always going to be somebody that can offer something more than you. And there's going to be someone that looks better than you that can do something you can't do. And also mm-hmm. with me, I just realized you can't really have as much fun as you possibly can being stuck up you're eventually you're going to push people away if you weren't as stuck up the people that are going to ride for you die for you kind of like situation you're going to push that person away because you are so stuck up yeah and another thing like what is it with strippers like because i have friends and they have like guys around them that are like good decent guys like do they have the bag right now no but they're not broke asses but because they're not making what they make they don't want them and i'll be like That's girl will you just get up. boy yeah i'll be like well i asked my friend and she said I know what I can bring to the table. I know what I'm worth. And I was like, you're, you only have a vagina and you're cute. Like there's a billion girls like that, you know, like you should, you know, come down and actually give the guy. And most of them have kids too. And I said, and you got kids and they're willing to give you a try. Like, come on now. Well, first of all, you've got to evaluate a man. And I believe you should always boost your man. 
it his dream is your dream, your dream is his dream kind of thing. You guys are together. That means like you guys are supposed to be pushing together. And a lot of women don't want to do that now. They want you need to become the woman that you want. How how do I explain this? Like the best well, like of most you, women because the best yeah, like most of women him will find you. Whoever is made to match that energy or whatever you're putting out will find you. And so a lot of times these girls will find these scumbags. Well, that's just kind of a reflection of yourself. Yeah, like most women, they want, um, you know, they want instant. They don't want, like, there's good guys out there, but they're not there yet, but they're on their way. Most girls want you to already, like, have your shit together. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Women are just, I don't know. They don't believe in men's dreams, and that's the problem. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, why are you such a bad bitch? I don't know. I definitely have a different mentality than most women, and I carry myself totally different. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I know um, there's a lot of uh, drug culture in the modeling industry. How do you feel? And we don't, like I said, we don't judge on this podcast. It's chill. You know, how do you feel about I personally love, I'm I'm a low-key hippie. You really Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I was about to say, I know you smoke weed. You have to No, smoke. actually, like, I don't only smoke makes weed. It. That's funny. You don't? No. Oh, my gosh. But, like, I will vibe out with some Molly music kind of thing. That is, yes. Okay, okay, let me ask you this, because I've done Molly once, but it was with another drug, so I don't really count that, but, like, what does, I hear Molly makes you tell, tell the truth a lot, I know that, but, uh... I wouldn't how necessarily does Molly... say tell the truth, like, the best way I can describe Molly is, like, remember when you were, like, third, second grade, and you were going on a field trip, and the night before you were filled with all this excitement, all this joy, and you couldn't go to bed over it. Yeah, it, it, it's euphoria. It's a euphoria drug. Yeah. yeah, so like the next day, like the de- night you do Molly, like you are just so happy, you are loving, you are caring kind of thing, and for real, I I really think everyone should try Molly just because it opens up a lot of like how you feel and things you typically mm-hmm. wouldn't say to other people, like express how much they mean to you. Because just because you're on that drug doesn't mean like those words still don't impact that person. Mm-hmm. And there's times that like, I know definitely I've saved people's lives just be being on Molly and telling them like, you know what? I love you. I care about you. Like, I want to see you succeed. I want to be there with when you do succeed Kind of thing. And I wouldn't say that if I wasn't on that drug just because I get really shy and nervous in front of people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I love I mean, I don't I don't do drugs anymore because you know I've reached a certain age. Now, if you have some weed, I will partake. <laughs> but you know, I'm not just, you know, I don't have a dealer or anything, but I will say my drug of choice was uh LSD. I loved LSD. It made me feel so creative. It made me feel like I could do anything. See, like, I it tried was... acid one time with my friend and it was all three of us. We were piled up on the couch, like completely cuddling together. We were watching a movie. We were all lost and confused. Everything made sense. Nothing made sense. It was crazy. Yeah. Now, do you have a skin regimen or, you know, no. do you have? <laughs> I need to get one. No. You definitely, if, if you're going to be a model, you definitely need one. Um, uh, Rihanna just released a great skincare. The only thing I don't like about it, and I think she should have an unscented one because I know a lot of girls that have bought it. Now, it's a little bit expensive at Target, but it's definitely working. You can tell she put her blood, sweat, and tears into okay, it. Okay, well, you need uh, to tell Rihanna that I'm broke and she needs to send it to me. <laughs> Right, definitely, definitely. But I mean, it's an investment, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely worth it. You know, like you, you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, 
but yeah but i mean it's definitely worth it but if you don't like scented stuff then it's not for you that's why i'm like i get what you're doing but come out with some unscented virgins but you can do research like i like okay so i've heard two sides i have a friend that's a scientist and she says that yes you need a skin regimen but i also had a friend because i have like beautiful skin and i don't have a skin regimen and she says well if what you're doing works for you stick to it because i use dove soap which is supposed to be the worst soap for your skin because it's not really soap soap it's a moisturizing soap and i use um jergens and they say you shouldn't have the same soap for your face as your body and you shouldn't have the same lotion for your body as your face. So I'm actually thinking about going to ultra and getting a special like facial cleanser, you know, and lotion and whatnot. So I definitely recommend you get one too. Yeah. I'm working on it. I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just difficult. I get off. I don't get home till like four o'clock in the morning. I sleep till like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Now, another thing. Do you work out? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say you kind of have to, you know, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I don't um, work are... out as most as many people, but I do have like a pole in my house and I practice like four hours a day. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about like, like what's your workout regimen? Like, or do you just do pole workout? I just do pole workout, but like, let's say some days I decide to just do leg stuff. I can, if I want to do upper body strength, I can, if I want to do like ab workout, I can, whatever workout you can do at the gym, I pretty much can do it on the pole. Yeah. Now what advice would you give to somebody trying to do what you do? Pole dancing, pole dancing or modeling? Both. Um, okay. Uh, pole dancing, you definitely, if you don't feel like you can put in the time and energy, then don't do it. Same goes with modeling. You've got to put blood, sweat, and tears in it. You're never going to make money if you don't. You've got to learn how to communicate on both ends because you won't get nowhere. And just because life knocks you down once or twice doesn't mean you can't get back up and life will knock you down she's a bitch you gotta like you gotta fight her no matter how many times she tells you you can't do it you just gotta like laugh and be like okay watch watch this real quick i got you mm -hmm. and you got it's kind of like you're constantly proving to yourself too that you can do it and that once you get there it is the best feeling ever. Like, huh, I actually did it. I did yeah. something that I thought I couldn't. And it, it's amazing, especially when you can bring home money for something that you love doing. And if yeah. you don't have a passion for it, you're not going to make money. Yeah, because like, say, for instance, and I'm guilty of this because I'm the world's biggest procrastinator. But say, for example, like, um, how can I put this? Okay, like, say, for example, there's things that I wanted to do that I procrastinated about and was scared to give it a go. But once I actually did it, like people don't realize sitting on your ass is the hardest part of anything anybody wants to do, you know, because once you actually do it, you'll be like, oh, man, is this easy? I should have been had it done. You know what I mean? Well, like, like I tell my cousin all the time when she wants to do something, um, okay, to, so like, be the president of the United States. There's steps to get there, right? Well, mm -hmm. in each step, there's steps to get to that step. You need to make out, like, if you want to start your own restaurant. Well, one, you need to do so, 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 so. And then the next one, you need to do whatever. Okay, let's try pole dancing. Okay, if to be a dancer... I needed to overcome my, like, confidence problems. I had a huge confidence problem. So then I overcame that, and then it was looking sexy in front of a whole bunch of men. Well, then I accomplished that, and then, like, to accomplish that, I had to, like, I, I wore very skimpy clothes and would force myself to go out there so I could eventually gain that confidence. Mm -hmm. With each step, there's always a A, B, and C step to that step if that makes sense yeah 
Yeah, and I totally agree. Like, face without works is dead. Like, yes, like, I feel like people don't understand how powerful they actually are. Like, you can literally speak things and manifest things. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've hit people up for interviews and they're like, you know what? We were just talking about starting a podcast or being on a podcast, or I was just thinking about I should get on a podcast and tell my story. And then, you know, I pop up, you know, and like faith, like you said, faith without works is dead. Like you can speak things into existence all you want, but until you actually put the work in, like I can say I'm going to the dollar store, I could be right across the street from it, but until I start walking towards it, you know, I'm never going to get there. Right, just because you put it into the universe, the universe needs a sacrifice, so, so to speak, before it will do it. And that sacrifice yeah. is you trying. If the universe does not see you trying, it's not going to hand it to you. No one's ever going to knock on your door with a million dollars and just be like, here, take it. Exactly. Like, you've got to work for it. You can put it into the universe, and I don't discourage that. I do that stuff all the time. Like, speak it into existence. Put it into yeah. the universe. Because, I mean, the, the whole world was the whole world was created by words. So, it, words are definitely powerful, you right. know? Right. And have you seen this movie called Sucker Punch? No. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite quotes from it was, you have everything you need already inside of you, now fight. Meaning, the fact that you want to be a stripper, you have everything inside of you to be a stripper alone, just because you want to do that. Or if you want to be a model, you have everything like, yeah, you're short. You probably won't be on the one way for a while, but watch me. Feel... I'm just saying, watch me. I'm be a Victoria's Secret model before anybody knows it. One day, one day. And like, say for instance, if you're a, uh, if you want to be a scientist, you have everything you need already in you to be a scientist just on the fact that you want to alone. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Now, there are some, you know, judgmental men and women, especially women out there. What would you tell somebody that's, you know, judging you, looking at your Instagram, telling you to put some clothes on? Now, purposely, I don't look at your Instagram because I have a weak heart. I'm not trying to get into the hospital. <laughs> but but uh, what would you tell somebody that would say that to you? I laugh at them because... One, my body is not meant to be sexualized. And if I choose to sexualize it and you don't like that, you can go on to somewhere. You can go to someone else's feed. You don't have to be on mine. You being on my feed makes you a fan. And I'm okay with having fans. Because just wait, I'm going to have billion of, billions of fans one day. And you're going to be one of them. You can start my fan club if you want. I don't care. Yeah. Exactly. Like my friend, she just did a song with August Alsina and like she got so much hate for it. People were like, oh, that's not really August. That's not real. Blah, blah, blah. Like she Send got me the hate link. For... I will hype yeah, girl up. Yeah, I will. And it's funny because she actually posted. She was like, hey, I'm getting a lot of hate. Can you post it? So yeah, I definitely will. But yeah, like she got so much hate and shit for it from people she didn't even knew existed. Like she had forgot she followed these motherfuckers and they just came out of the woodwork and I told her, congratulations, you've made it. Because you haven't made it until a certain amount of people hate you, I believe. Right. I if you ain't got a bucket full of haters, you ain't nothing right now. You know, and, and I, you, you know, you said a minute ago, tell them to kick rocks. No, nah, I need my haters because sometimes your haters are your biggest supporters. Like, say, right. for instance, I have a lot of friends that are Nikki fans and they do not support her whatsoever, but they will literally Constantly stream talk about Cardi her. B. No, no, like they will literally stream Cardi B just to talk shit. And it's vice versa. I'm like, you know, every time you listen to that song, you're helping out the person you don't like, right? right? Or you know, every time you play a Nicki Minaj video, that's like money in her pocket. So, you know, I encourage my haters because sometimes your haters are more supportive than your fans because they're always going to be there to judge your shit and put money in your pocket. Okay, you well... Know? 
Tell your friend, fun fact, um, no, that nobody asked for. One of my brothers died, and an August Alcina song got me through it. Like, day in and day night, like, all I listened to was August Alcina, Make It Home by Him, sat there, full-blown tears, like, dash my boo. I will stand outside handing everybody their haterade while they come in to boo her off stage. I'll get up there yeah. and start dancing for her. It's cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to send you that. And, like, another question. Um, you know, with all the Harvey Weinsteins out there and, like, the thing about, you know, Epstein, as a woman, how do you stay safe? in the uh, modeling career, like what precautions would you take or what advice would you? I was literally yeah. just talking about this is one, you know, a girl always got to keep a strap on her. I always keep a taser on me. I got two girls I raised. They are not allowed out of this house unless they are to tell me they both got live 360 on their phones. Like walk into the car is scary for me. Like I keep a yeah. key in each finger. Like someone come at me, I'm a jab him. And you shouldn't have off. to do that. It's sad that that's how the world is. Like it is but, sad, but the amount of men, full grown men, I've been able to knock out just because I've had to learn to defend myself. Like <laughs> I'm not even scared anymore. Like it's really empowering now, just because I'm like. Y'all thought you had me, and then now I got three guys on the floor crying. Yeah. My bad. Like, you know you fucked up, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's ridiculous out here, and you would be surprised how often it happens. Like, I have a friend, and matter of fact, uh, do you know who, uh, I think her name is Lily Pons. She was the uh, blonde Spanish girl from um, Vine. Yeah. Yeah. She just did a interview yesterday and, you know, she's from some like Spanish country where like kidnapping is regular. She was like, all of her friends have been kidnapped, including her. She was kidnapped at the age of like being kidnapped. is just like getting shot by the police here. Like it's regular. And that's how America is getting now with the whole you know, sex trafficking, like say for instance, a kid will go missing and all uh, of a sudden uh, some I wish somebody will take my kids. Have you seen uh taken? Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be me. I swear. Right. That will be me. Yeah, because like I, I they blew this whole thing up. Like on Amazon, there say for instance on Amazon there will be a vase. And the vase will be named after a missing kid and the vase will be like $13,000. Now, you know, damn well, ain't no vase gonna be $13,000. They're selling kids on on Amazon. You know, I'm like, just saying, nothing. if I ever become rich and famous, I would go on Amazon, look for these vases, buy these children to take them home. Like, that's fucked up. Y'all yeah. want your money? Cool. I want these kids, like, alive and thriving. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, like, the, the you see what happened to the judge on you know, that was on Epstein's case. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard, but like a guy dressed up in a uh, Amazon t-shirt and literally killed her son and shot her husband. He's in the hospital. Like they literally wanted her. It just so happened that they have a bunker and she was, you know, down in it. So they didn't get to her. But yeah, man, they're, you know, it's slowly being exposed and they're getting scared. Yeah, I yeah. I believe it. You know, and then when Epstein, like, there's so many celebrities that were, because they speak in a certain code, and, like, people have, like, decoded it, and, like, there's so many celebrities that you wouldn't have even, you know, you wouldn't even guess, like, people like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton was seen with him when he was alive, and, you know, stuff like that. It's a sick world, man. For real. Like, oh my God, like who would who would even want a kid in the first place? Like, if you got that much money, just hire you a prostitute. Like, right. It makes no sense. You could have like five at the same time, you're a billionaire, you know? <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's weird. You definitely have to protect your kids. You definitely have to protect your kids. 
For real, for real. Like, I'm scared for my babies every day. And mm-hmm. they ain't even my kids, and I'm still scared for them. Yep, you have to shoot. You have to watch and pray. But now, say, for instance, uh, other than, you know, you being able to knock a motherfucker out, what other precautions can you take when you, like, go to shoots? Because, say, for instance, a uh, photographer that you don't know hits you up and be like, hey, I want to do a photo shoot. Meet I me share at- my location with 47 different people. I also have, like, if I'm getting my photo sh- taken by somebody and I always bring somebody with me and I also have, like, four of their friends just, like, parked down the street so they can still see us. Mm-hmm. Just they don't look like they're part of looking at us kind of thing. I also do it in a very public spot when I do meetings. Yeah. And one thing you have to look out for, a huge red flag, is when a photographer doesn't allow you to bring people. Like, I've directed stuff, and I've, like, done stuff, and they're like, can I bring my friend? And I have no problem with it, because as long as they don't disturb what I'm doing, it's cool. Right. Like, if that makes you feel safe, and that makes you feel comfortable, and you feel like you're going to be able to do your most potential when someone else is there, yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, and and that's and I feel like that's good for you, too, because women do lie so i mean you know why would you say no to that and also there is no reason why a photographer should put their hands on you in any i wish he would you know especially when something's coming on like because some photographers they're like oh well your bra's undone or they'll be like oh well you need to lean this way and they'll like kind of put your body in that position Uh uh-uh not with all this shit going on. You ain't gonna lie on me. I would ask Tiffany, assistant, can you please fix her bra? Like, there's no reason why a photographer should touch you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. You have to take precautions. Because even with, like, the blacklist, my friends, they say, like, they'll go to five photo shoots. And out of the five, maybe, like, three were kind of, you know, over-touchy or, like, you know, made them right. way. You know what I mean? So you definitely have to look out for that. Totally. But yeah, but thanks for giving me some of your time. I know it's like nine o'clock, but I really had fun talking to you. You too. Yeah. All right. Thanks. And I'll see you later. All right. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.